This episode of the Beautiful Feet Podcast is brought to you by The Sanctuary of My Solitude, a published book of poetry by me, Anthony Giesick. You can pick up your copy at beautifulfeetentertainment.com, at iUniverse.com, and Amazon.com. This is the Beautiful Feet Podcast. A partnership with BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. Follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. My name is Anthony. And I'm Jessica. And this week we have a special guest. Jessica, would you like to introduce our special guest? So for our special guest this week from the what we call the co-op or the circle of outstanding podcasts, we have Coupon Queen Pin for the interview today. How you doing, Queen Pin? How's it going? I am awesome. How are you guys? We are fantastic. Um, we just got into our new apartment, so that's good. Yeah, we uh, got moved in about a week ago, so everything's getting all settled in. As our cat tried to take over the podcast. <laughs> so how's everything with you? Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Oh my gosh, I sound like a Lego movie. Hold on. <laughs> um, no, I'm, it's, I'm, the only thing I can say is it's awesome. I'm glad, I'm like honored to be on you guys' podcast. It's great to have you on. I, I mean, I know we've kind of been in communication before. Uh, right. I don't think we've ever had you on our show. I know I've been on your guys' show and I've been on, right. um, and I've been on Shower and Karaoke, which is a fantastic, that's so much fun um but i don't think we had a blast with you we had a blast with you yeah yeah (laughs) definitely so just because you haven't been on our podcast yet let's would you mind giving the the listeners kind of an idea of your podcast okay well guys i am the coupon queen pin i have a podcast called cqp moments and I really love bringing people how to save money, new ideas, new products, you know, things that'll just make life so much easier. I talk about things that I love to eat, places people can go, links and all the apps and streaming services and just all the good stuff that life brings forward. And and that's what I love about your show is the simple fact of like, it like you said, it's just let me let me give you some hints and some ideas on how to save money and how to kind of navigate this adult life that we're all kind of thrust into at some point in time. But. Yeah, I like to call it, you know, couponing when life gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So so how did that? How did you get into podcasting? How did that, this idea of being, you know, the coupon queen pin, how did that transition into the podcast? Okay, so let's see. Okay, it's actually really simple. I had, of course, you know, everyone always gives me that story. I've seen extreme couponing. Yeah, I saw the show Extreme Couponing too. And that's what really got me into, hey, I want a coupon. And believe it or not, the first time I coupon, I went $200 over budget, had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) That does happen. 
<laughs> so I actually started looking into some people and, you know, my parents always taught me, if you don't know something, go to the people who have been doing it. And I started asking questions, getting into groups and all these couponing groups, mommy bloggers, all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? If I have questions, other people have questions. And believe it or not, the coupon queen pin is not the first incarnation, my first incarnation. I was originally the budget ninja with a Y. And unfortunately, this is why I tell people all the time, you have to be consistent and you have to be diligent. I was not consistent um, with my website, nor was I consistent with my blog. And someone came and took the Budget Ninja name and they were actually making money with it. And I was just like, I was hurt. I wanted to cry. But they had, I had been away so long that they had been doing this for a few months. And I was like, you know what? And I remember, you know, a pastor saying one time, you know, sometimes you just have to bless people with things. And I was like, you know what? Bless them and let them, you know, have this. And I did. And I was like, you know what? It hurt. I'm I'm not even going to lie. It hurt. It hurt badly. But I was just like, you know what? Something else is going to happen. And I remember talking to my brother and I was saying to him, I said, uh, you know, we were just talking and I was actually talking to his fiance and we were talking about some deal that was going to happen that next upcoming week. And my brother turns around and he looks at me, he's like, you know, you're like a regular coupon queen pen. And I was like, okay. And I it was like, okay, the name just kind of stuck from there. Because he's like, you have your you have all these deals going down, you know what's going on. And I said, okay, no problem. But then one day I was just sitting in my house and I was like, I wonder if podcasts are still a thing because I always wanted to be a radio DJ. Okay. Always wanted to be a DJ. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm one of those people that I will think, rethink, overthink, underthink. I'm always thinking about it until I get it done. (laughs) This time I was like, you know what? There's nothing to it but to do it. And I kept saying, people may not want to hear me. I said, but I'll never know unless I try. And that night I found the platform, jumped in with both feet. And actually that's the name of my first episode is jumping in. That's it was awesome. seven, seven minutes long, but yeah, hey. I just jumped right in. You went in for a seven minute swim. It's all good, you know? Yeah. So that's where it started. Well, and that's fantastic simply because like we all have to start somewhere. You know what I mean? We all have to just kind of take the idea and go, okay, I'm going to actually put Bubba to the road and like see what happens. Right, uh, right. But I know, Jessica, I know you got a lot of experience with trying to save money. So, you you want to give that story or, you know, some background? My mom, my mom is always like, she is not going to go anywhere unless she has a coupon. Like, she she has different restaurant coupons. Sometimes she'll keep them in her car. Sometimes she'll keep them in her kitchen. 
she's got coupons for the grocery store. Like a joke between her and I is that I was probably on sale somewhere. And like, that's how she got me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it gets, it gets really funny when we get a letter in the mail from your mom. Now, granted, your mom lives in the same state that we do. So my mom, because like we live in two different cities now, when she mails me like a card or a letter, she includes coupons for things that she knows that I am going to be buying. Yeah, even though we could, you know, and we've even offered to like buy stuff for your mom. And she's like, no, because we don't have a coupon for it. It's hilarious how much this woman loves coupons. But you've got to, you got to respect that hustle. She's just trying to save money. Well, See, the thing is, most people don't think of coupons mm-hmm. like this. And actually, this is something, maybe it'll change your guys' mind. But when I first started learning a coupon, a couponer told me, you have to think of it as money for that particular item. Mm-hmm. The same way you wouldn't throw money away, you don't throw your coupons away. And like, I'm no. always shopping like clearance items. Like, I don't even really spend time in the front of the store. I'm like, just take me to the sales Mm. rack. I want to know, like, how deeply discounted I can get this. Like, we just went to the Disney store because they had Christmas masks on sale. I got two Christmas masks for $2.16. Oh, so you're speaking my language. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I knew that I wanted them, but I was like, I don't want to pay full price for this. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I've seen what those masks look like. So I don't know, you know, but yeah, based on, you're always looking um, for that deal, you know, which is Mm -hmm. nice, but, but yeah. So are there any other, like, let's continue that conversation of like, so we have coupons. What else do you have on your show? Like, cause I know you've done some interviews and done a lot of different things. What else do you have on that? Wow. I have, I've had NFL players. I've had cardiologists. Of course, I have had different money moguls, gurus, accountants, business people. My thing is always, like I said, to bring people something that they can use in their daily lives. Um, You know, and a lot of times people are going, this isn't dealing with couponing. But like I said, sometimes what it is, is life gets in the way. I get messages like, you know, how do I deal with this? How do I handle that? Um, I think I, the first time I had someone on talking about relationships, I actually had to go through a month of relationship people interviews because people wanted to know more about how to deal with things. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's one of those things of, I think you never know what a person is going through so always trying to help people navigate that well and that's what i've always liked about your show is the simple fact that it's not every episode of like here's new coupons for the week but it's like here's an interview of like like you said money moguls and people who are in a different set uh life set so that i can learn from them and i can go you know what i really like that i really like that interview um so i've always appreciated that you know what i mean because it allows me to learn something that I've never even considered uh, was an option. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and that's really what it is, is I think part of it is sometimes we get so stuck in, I'm the only one. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what it is, is, okay, you want to start a business? You're not the only person that wants to start a business. You're not the only one that started from the bottom. You're not the only one that's, you know, trying to figure this out as a parent. You're, you know, and that's really what it is, is letting people know that there is help. There are people that understand exactly what you're going through and can offer a solution. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what I love to bring to people is solutions. It's, it's, if I'm going to talk about something, I'm not going to talk about it and say, you know what, this is a problem. And then, you know, we've got the problem, but no one's bringing an answer. And I've always respected that because I know that's what we've always tried to do is go, look, here's a situation that we've noticed. Let's get on our podcast and kind of just talk about ways to handle that situation. I know we've talked about like anxiety. We've talked about depression. We've talked about a lot of different things like that. Um, and we do that for this, the sole purpose of like, we're, we're in the same boat. We're just trying to help people out. So it's good. It's good to have something like the co-op where we're all trying to help each other, but we all have such different podcasts and such different shows. And I think that's the amazing thing is finding out that, you know, we're all in this together, but everyone has a different style. Everyone has a different niche and everyone has something to offer. Yeah. Speaking of offering, what do you got? Um, <laughs> I, I always have my little, um, my little bullet points here. So March is Women's History Month, and I just think it's really great to be able to take some time and look at what women have brought to the table in the past and like what we're doing now. So I just wanted to know if you had any thoughts about Women's History Month or if there's a particular woman that has been truly inspirational to you. Wow. Okay. So yes, (laughs) actually I have, believe it or not, as a child, I was very shy. Um, so my mom sought to make sure that I had a lot of role models to see that women were out there and doing a lot. Now, one of the things that I will say is my mother was someone I looked up to because she was phenomenal. My mother was one of those people. You couldn't tell me my mother wasn't magic. <laughs> and I and I say this because it was like, you'd say, mom, you know, I need this. And of course, right before that, she's saying there's no money. But five minutes later, you know, she's like poofing money out of the air (laughs) and it was just like okay but where how what you know or you know she was fixing something and don't get me wrong i come from a two a two-parent household so it wasn't like i was just raised by a single mom but when i say my mother just made it work my mother like she was she, like I said, she was magic as far as, I mean, me and, and, and my siblings will tell you, my mom was magic. <laughs> you know, my, my brother, you know, he calls her his own personal superhero, you know, and, and, that's, and that's really what it was. But she sought to give us all of the role models that we could possibly look for. And let's see. Um, one of the people that I really look up to 
and I always wanted to meet, and I, unfortunately, I never got to meet her before she passed, was RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, my God. Okay. So you go, and then I'll go. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she, you know, it was like, my mom always was like, there's this woman, and she's just from Brooklyn. And, you know, it doesn't look like she's not your typical person, but now she resides over the highest court in the land. And it was like, what? How, how does the girl from Brooklyn go from, hey, you know, hailing from where Biggie comes from to reside in, guys, if you don't know who RBG is, yes, she's way before Biggie. Let's, let's not do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but you know, and it's like this girl had dreams, and she did amazing, you know. So yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Celia Cruz, because I love to sing, and it was like my voice wasn't like everybody else's, you know. So my mom started playing Celia Cruz. She started playing Anita Baker for me. Mm -hmm. These were women that had amazing characteristics to their voices and just got all the respect in the world. And that's really what it was, you know? So for me, there, there are just so many, Mm -hmm. so, so many. Yeah. I mean, so going back to to Ruth, like I had no idea who she was until Jessica was like, "Yo, you've got to hear about this lady and how she's like changing the world." And I'm like, "All right, cool." And you've been telling me about her for years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Notorious RBG. Yeah, and I was like, I've never, I've, I might have heard the name, but it wasn't like, okay, I know who she is and whatever. Hearing her story over the last two years or whatever it's been that you've been kind of sharing it with me um i'm i'm, I'm like dumbfounded i'm floored i'm like yo because we watched the movie on the basis of sex together correct the movie about her life i think I know you watched it i have seen it numerous i think times. you watched okay. it You're like you need to watch it and we just haven't made made the time yet so that will be on our to-do list but like I, I literally just bought this weekend the book Ruth Objects, The Life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's by Doreen Rappaport and illustrated by Eric Velasquez. It's like a, a It's early, a children's book, yeah. basically. It's like a picture book, but... Uh, this a more w- early elementary yeah. style, just laying out, like, here's her life. And, oh, I just love her so much. Like, it th- literally has helped me kind of figure out my career path because... I went to school for history, like I have my bachelor's degree in that. I've worked in the library field and I was like, just learning about her life. I was like, wow, pursuing like a law librarianship could combine what I love about history and like the fact that I love the library, getting to work together, being a part of that social justice aspect. I just love her so much. Yeah, she is, she's just always been on tried to be on the side of right and and that's what what really drew me to her well and she faced so many different um setbacks whether it was not being hired for a certain career or even just the fact of going to law school during the time that she did in the first place like there was very a very small amount of women 
in the total of the classes that she was in. Yes. And, and that's really, I think a lot of people, how can I put it? If you didn't do things, I think I would say in the mid nineties or before you didn't understand really that good old boy network. And, and I hate to say it, but it really was. It was a thing of, you know, I, I remember actually walking into, and I tell everyone, the fam clan and I are avid gamers, have been so for years. Um, and that's another thing that I get from my mom. <laughs> but um, we've been avid gamers. And I remember walking into um, Comp USA and walking to go buy a game and there were a bunch of guys just like crowded around this section and I I wanted just wanted to get my game and one of the guys just like turns around and is like what do you want oh who are you buying that for your brother are you buying that for your boyfriend and it's like no it's for me like nah sucker fool this is mine (laughs) <laughs> and and everybody just like turns around and looks at me like you know their jaws are gonna drop to the floor so you just have to understand that feeling of like knowing that you're kind of on a mountain by yourself at some point and 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 that's really what it is is I admired her willingness to to say you know what yeah I'm on a mountain alone but I am going to survive I'm going to make this work and the supreme court like it's the highest level of justice that we have in our country so for her to have gone from not even being able to get like an entry level kind of what we would think of as position in the legal field to now she's making these monumentous changes and decisions like that's quite a mountain to climb exactly exactly so she is awesome 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 and another one that I love, 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 is Katherine Johnson. Yay, from NASA! Yes, <laughs> Katherine Johnson. And if those of you that don't know, Katherine Johnson was one of the hidden figures. Um, and yes, they were actually called computers because they computed. They did the math in their heads with just calculators, pencils, and paper. And we're not talking about the calculators that we have now. We're talking about just like the very basic calculator, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. But Katherine Johnson could do math in her head like no other. So yes, yes, yes. Anthony can tell you in 2019, it was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. So I was really into it. Yeah, she she went, I mean, I think everywhere we went, because they would have, like, a poster for it or whatever, you would stop and stare at this poster, like, and I'm looking at you going, okay, let's move on, that's cool, and you're like, no, you don't understand, this is huge, but. Like, um, I got a sweatshirt with the NASA insignia on it, I got a book, I was just- <laughs> gotta tell the story about your sweater okay so i wore this sweater to when i was you know working a job in the corporate world one of the women who was also working there at the time asked me oh have you worked for nasa and i'm thinking if i work for nasa what am i doing here and i was like no this was like 
from the retailer. Yeah, she was convinced Jessica worked for NASA because she had a NASA sweater on. It was hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's super weird. (laughs) (laughs) It was was something else. But um, I don't know. I've always, I feel like I've always been surrounded by very strong women um, from like, my, first of all, my stepmom. My stepmom is probably one of the strongest women on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, even just because I was a teacher for uh, you know a couple years, and like being an elementary school teacher, you're surrounded by women. Like, I was probably one of two guys in the whole school. The other guy being, you know, the the gym coach or whatever. And so I got to know some women who I was like, yo, the, these women are powerful and they're strong and like I've always I've always had respect for you know for that it's always been a big thing for me wow that is awesome that and and god bless you for 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 taking that on one because I I say this I have so much respect for teachers um those that have listened to CQP moments know that I homeschooled for 12 years from grades one through 12. Um, So I have so much respect for teachers. Mm. You wouldn't believe. Um, So doing it with my own, as opposed to doing it with 30 different personalities and having them all not drive you nuts. Yes. You have my utmost respect. So all those teachers out there, big shout out right now because times are not easy right now. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So what other what other women did you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm uh, looking at Jessica because she's always looking over at her notebook. That's right. I didn't I didn't have a list of women. I was just like, <laughs> hey, remember to mention it's women's history month. Of course. You know. Oh my gosh. Well, actually, believe it or not, I did. Guys, I actually did get to meet a Supreme Court justice. Okay, you got to spill the beans. What's up? (laughs) Okay, so remember I said I always wanted to meet Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Didn't meet her. And I was like, okay. But I actually got to meet Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Oh, wonderful. I actually got to meet her, and I have a signed copy of her book. Um, And the thing is, because... Believe it or not, I don't know. Maybe it's just New York City, but it seems like we put a, out a lot of justices because she's from the Bronx. <laughs> you know, she she's she throws up the B and the X all the time. She is from the Bronx, so yeah. It must be like the you know the hard knock you know lifestyle or whatever. The you know, I've met a couple people from from New York, and they're like, "Yo, we you've got to." kind of you've got to be like thick skinned you know to get through some yeah. of the stuff you got to go through so yeah it, it is it is one of those things that you know I tell people all the time because people are like you know women from New York are really hard it's not we're, we're a different breed of woman we're not really hard but it's like we we learn to take no nonsense and take no prisoners that's just really what it is i mean when they say faster than the new york minute they really mean it we have walking traffic you have to know what side of the street you're walking on so you're not walking into somebody (laughs) i like where we live we have a moderate amount of traffic but i'm sure it 
in no way compares to what New York City is like, but um, it still freaks me out. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing is like people, because I, I, I don't know if you guys listened to that episode that I did where I was like, why are all of the, uh, you know, all the tourists always looking up? Because for New Yorkers, that is like one of the crazy, that's our pet peeve. It's like, watch where you're going. <laughs> you know? I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to get to. You're in the way. Move. Yeah. But it's like, and I know what it is. It's like the buildings and everything. So everybody's like, oh, wow. And then people will stop. It's like, you cannot stop. Somebody will run you over, like literally. Like I've seen like almost where three-year-olds will run somebody over. It's like, I've got to get to school. I've got to get to school. I've got to get to school. So yeah. <laughs> totally check them. And I'm kind of a tiny gal, so I probably would be easily squished. Oh, yeah. no, you, you know what? The one thing I would tell you is you, you got, if, if, if you're coming to New York and you are coming with somebody, you have to use the buddy system because you could literally easily end up in a subway somewhere, in a restaurant, in some sort of store where you're just because people are always pushing and trying to, and believe it or not, I will say this, COVID has made people a little bit nicer in New York, so we don't shove as much because nobody wants to touch anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, before it was kind of like, yeah, don't, don't do that. You might, you might end up down a subway somewhere trying to figure out how to get out. So yeah. That's awesome. But I just think it would be a wonderful place for us to get to go visit. I know rap and hip hop is very close to Anthony's heart, so he'd love to be able to explore like the birthplace of that wonderful yeah. phenomenon. Oh, you've got to come visit the oh. hip hop museum. Oh my gosh, yes. So I've always I've always talked to like friends of mine, right? And because I love hip hop and I love the whole like culture behind it. Literally I'm wearing a Tupac I'm shirt right now. wearing a, tu a Tupac t-shirt because why not? So, um, but yeah, I talked to a friend of mine. I've talked to a couple people where they're like, if you got to travel, you know, to New York and all these different places, what would you go see? Everyone always says like the touristy spots. And I'm like, I want to go to this city because it's the birthplace of this hip hop artist. I want to go here. And they're like, why does that matter? I go, because it does. <laughs> it does. It does. So a well, hip hop museum. Tell us more about that. Okay. So um anthony you know you know african bambada um yep. you know and the the hip-hop museum is actually in the bronx because the bronx i'm sorry i'm sorry queens but i have to say this the bronx is the birthplace of hip-hop so you really kind of can't <laughs> kind of can't claim this one queens no, no. um but yeah, so with so many, so many artists, so many rappers coming out of the Bronx, it just seemed very fitting. Um, and believe it or not, it is in one of the buildings that one of the rappers lived in. So you have all this stuff. I mean, you have art, you have everything you have clothing you know just showing you where how who you know and really paying homage to the temple of hip-hop my heart stopped for a minute <laughs> that sounds so much fun it sounds like a lot of fun once the world is actually allowing us to travel we might have to figure that out 
because oh, you definitely have to figure it out you definitely have to figure it out but i think one of the coolest things that you will love anthony is yeah. that believe it or not just walking down a street you can possibly see anybody and everybody love i it. mean you know you could literally go into a mcdonald's and possibly bump into like jay-z or somebody you know so this is not this is new york is a different breed of city when i say we really don't know middle class we don't know middle class mm -hmm. we are a place where you could literally have a condo or a co-op right next to the projects and that's awesome so we, you know, you have Fortune 500 CEOs riding the train with, you know, working families. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's, it's a very different experience. It's a very different experience. I love it. I would definitely going to have to have to uh, make a trip eventually. Yeah. Because I, you, you, I'm going to be cheesing out the whole time. I might get a little overwhelmed just by the sheer amount of people in one space, though. Yeah, I know. Well, you, you probably won't. You probably won't. I mean, the thing is, let's put it this way. You guys can probably go to Harlem, have fun. Jessica, you can visit the Alvin Ailey Center and, you know, Anthony can visit the Apollo. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, God, the, the Apollo. That I feel like uh, our listeners are just like... Hearing us plan our, our itinerary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the part of the podcast where we just plan our vacation. <laughs> it's uh, like our post-COVID vacation. Oh, we have so many places. We're going to make a list. Um, but no, I mean, I've just always loved the, like, I, we talked about it when we did Shower and Karaoke, which we'll talk about in a minute. But like, I love hip hop. I've always loved the art behind it, the, the lyrical, like, genius behind it all. And the storytelling aspect, I've loved it all since I was a kid. Um, so yeah, to see a place like that or to see kind of those birthplaces of, of my favorite artists, like, man, it would, be, it, would be, it, would, it would be a lot of fun. Of course, of course. Well, we welcome everybody and anybody. There it is. But speaking of shower and karaoke, let's talk, I wanna talk about how that kind of came to be because it's so, it's so much fun to listen to you know what I mean? To kind of see what you guys pick and choose and where did that come from? Okay, so Shower Karaoke, I actually do with another podcaster, Angelica, from A Little Bit of Everything with me. She mm. is an awesome co-host, I have to say that. And recently she just celebrated her two-year anniversary, so shout out to I her. To for that two years. I know, I know. So we have worked on a couple of projects together. And believe it or not, we were we were doing 90 Day Fiance in the beginning. That's how we kind of met. And then we did 13 Reasons Why. And the season for 13 Reasons Why ended, but we had started this kind of thing where we were putting out an episode on Friday. And it was like, we can't just leave our Friday people in the lurch. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do we do? And it was like, I don't know. And she had this idea like, well, do you listen to watch music videos? I was like, no, not really. <laughs> like, I'm an audiophile. I will listen to music all day, but I really am not a person that watches music videos. And she's like, well, neither do I. And I said, well, 
okay, where are you going with this? She says, well, we can do something where we kind of like rate what we think about these music videos. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, well, what do we call it? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I, I said, well, I was like, well, we can figure if it's something that you would want to sing in a shower, if you want to do karaoke. She was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And I was like, well, why don't we just call it shower or karaoke? And she was like, that works. <laughs> it, okay. So when I, yeah. first, when I first jumped onto you guys' podcast, like just as a listener, I saw that title pop up and I was like, what is this? And so I listened to it and I was like, this is the most entertaining thing because it's a fun conversation, but then you kind of get a sample of the song. And then I just, I, every time I listen to it, I'm like, these bring back songs that either I've heard of, you know, from my childhood. Because a lot of times, you, you know, you guys will pick songs from different, like, decades or different time. Right, spots right. Um, but then, it so reminded me of songs that I've heard, you know, throughout my childhood. But then it, every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, this song from, like, 84. And I'm like, I don't even know what this song is. So that's always fun because then I go back and listen to the actual song and I either yay or nay. I either like it or don't like it, but that's very rare that I don't like it. And you know what a part of it is, is Angelica is such an 80s music buff. She loves the 80s. Like she has her <laughs> own 80s playlist. So if you're looking for a song in the 80s, Angelica is your woman. She probably knows all the lyrics like she can probably tell you what it is as soon as like the first two notes play of the intro she is such the 80s buff it's so awesome yeah i mean and i've actually you know i did get a chance to be on the show and i had a blast had so much fun with it um even though i still think the voting for for my song was was incorrect <laughs> oh yeah you know and that's the funny thing because we do we do also do a uh we do a survey and we'll we'll ask the people on instagram do you think this is shower worthy or karaoke worthy and believe it or not sometimes we're thinking oh this song is a hit people are just gonna say karaoke and it's like what do you mean 100 percent shower like what so yeah, I, I I completely get it. I completely oh get it. I yeah. So I might I might have to come back and like try to redeem myself, but you know. I'm a big fan of Disney music and musicals, and we have vastly different musical tastes in this yes. house. Yes, we do. Well, I think that that's that's a cool that's a cool thing though. That is such a cool thing. But I I, I I think I am such a mix of everything. Believe it or not, I am an orchestra nerd. Um, so yes, I am quite the orchestra nerd. So on any given day, I can do hip hop, I can do classical, I can do musicals. Um, I was actually driving some people crazy the other day because I had, uh, on repeat, I had Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it, it depends on how I'm feeling, I guess. Mm -hmm. See, I'm the opposite. I get something stuck in my head and I'll listen to it for months just because it's stuck in my head. So like, and it's usually, a, you know, it's usually an album that has recently come out that I just keep listening to. Hashtag anything Eminem. Yes. 
I feel like that's always in rotation. And I have to like intentionally be like, no, I got to listen to something else. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. That's so funny. But I tell people in a minute, I have CSD. Like, and people are like, what the heck is CSD? Compulsive singing disorder. Um, <laughs> which means that if something reminds me of some of the song, it's like, it can be a word. It can be something somebody's doing. I am singing. Well, and it's just like, people are like, why? And I know I drive the fam clan crazy because they're like, here she goes. I have a coworker who does that. Like, we'll just be having a conversation. A phrase will hit him just right. And he'll just be like, start singing a song and be like, hey, do you know that song? And we're like, oh, okay, cool. In the library, just singing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not as embarrassing as the time that I had the whole produce section doing uh, the moonwalk oh, okay. in the supermarket. Uh, yeah, well, needless to say, the kids were embarrassed, but it, it worked. Well done. That's fantastic. <laughs> I can't do the moonwalk. I'm not, I'm not a dancer. So like, you know, and I think, again, that's why I gravitate to, to, so much toward like lyrical content. Okay. I could sit there and write that. I could sit down with a pen and go, okay, let me kind of craft together some stories or, you know, a, a song of my own. I can do that. I've taught myself to do that. But to dance or do anything in, in that nature, I just, I, I have two left feet. It's just not working out. Like we didn't even dance as a part of our wedding because it was, it would have been bad. <laughs> Don't feel bad. My dad. Okay. My mom had all the rhythm and I tell people all the, this all the time. Everyone knows if they listen to CQP moments, I am Afro-Latina. Mm -hmm. Puerto Rican, not all Puerto Ricans can dance because my dad could not. <laughs> so don't, oh yeah, all Puerto Ricans, no, all Puerto Ricans cannot dance. My dad had no rhythm. He came from, definitely came from rhythmless nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely there. Um, now, I will say that sometimes um, I'll dance, quote unquote, but it's an over-exaggeration of like a hip hop dance move. I'm, I'm purposely over-exaggerating to make myself look stupid. And then Jessica's like, what are you, what is that? Like, what are you doing? Because you don't understand hip hop dance. So, no, I really don't, but that's okay. So even if it was an actual hip hop dance uh, maneuver, you wouldn't know what it was, but I'm over-exaggerating it most of the time. So. It's literally just for fun, but... Although watching Nelly on this past season of Dancing with the Stars, that was really neat to see him incorporate hip-hop into, like, the other requirements. Oh, that was so much fun. I think it's really cool when people can, like, mix or fuse different styles. No, I would, I would definitely agree with that. No matter, no matter what they're doing, whether they're dancing or making music or whatever... I love when you can blend two things that don't normally go together and actually make it palatable, make it good. Definitely, definitely. All right. So, Did you have any more burning questions for our special man, guest? Um, we're definitely going to have to have you back because I feel like we're going to, more is going to come up. You know what I mean? Like, we're just going to be sitting around going, man, we should have <laughs> talked about this. Man, we should I'll, I'll be, I'd love to come back on. I mean, it's been a blast with you guys. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so 
if you want to go ahead and plug your show one more time and plug your socials and you know kind of okay. tell people how to find you okay again guys i am the coupon queen pin and my podcast is cqp moments i am on just about every platform you can think of and my instagram is coupon queen pin 001 my twitter is coupon queen pin and you can also find me at the coupon queen pin facebook page um all content can be different at times so don't think because you've seen it on instagram that you're going to see it on twitter or see it on facebook so if you're following me on one you're probably going to have to follow me on all <laughs> see that's smart She's like, I'm going to flip it on you. So you don't just follow me on Instagram. You follow me everywhere. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we, might have to, we might have to make some adjustments. But anyway, no, it's been a blast having you on. We're definitely going to do it again. Um, and we are, we, I am planning times to get Angelica on the line, to get her on the show. Um, because I've got some questions for her. I've got some, some interesting uh, things to talk to her about that I think – doesn't show up on her show a lot oh yeah she is she is very multifaceted and she is awesome I, I i can't you know believe it or not i met angelica just sending her a voicemail and asking her about one of her episodes and she asked me to be on and that was kind of it we've but actually never met you never met in person I've never met Angelica. We've seen through the magic of video chat. That's the only way we've gotten to see each other. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we've never physically met. And that's, and you know what? It, it's great. Cause you guys still made this partnership where, like I said, when I first heard you both on episode on a uh, shower and karaoke, like I figured y'all were like friends from way back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, no, we, we really just met. I would say right before her first anniversary. Wow. Right before her first anniversary, we, we met and it was, it went from there. Wow. That's crazy. But yeah, like I said, you know, just, we're definitely going to have you back on. Um, and whenever you guys need me back on shower and karaoke, I'd be more than happy. And I know Jessica, you could sing. We've got to have Jessica on. I I'm mean, so you know, cool. you've got to figure it out. We've got to, you know, get you up there with some Lion King or something. All right. Jessica. I mean, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't determine what song you can sing. And guys, if you want to do shower karaoke, it is awesome. We have an episode every Friday. The one thing I love about shower karaoke is that we actually have a playlist that goes along with it so if you're like hmm what's that song again you can definitely go to spotify or apple music and get the free playlist so yeah fantastic i love that all right well we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be back with the next portion of the beautiful feet podcast inspired by hip-hop and the faith culture the sanctuary in my solitude the thoughts feelings and life lessons of an imperfect christian by Anthony Kiesick is beautifulfeetentertainment.com's work in print. It is a book of poetry and it's available through iUniverse.com, Amazon.com, beautifulfeetentertainment.com, and the links are also available in our social media and podcast. So please consider 
The Sanctuary of My Solitude if you're looking for a next great read. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Beautiful Feet Podcast, a partnership of BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. Please feel free to follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment. Please visit BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com and do not forget to like, share, and subscribe.